0: Work all day, stress all night Take your mind off your money and focus on your life Money don't matter for the stuff it parts It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now Get
1: your money, mine, right
2: Today's show is sponsored in part by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks so much for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry, who's,
0: who's getting levels that are way too hot.
2: Ooh, am I hot? Yeah, we're, we're Of course right. I'm hot. I'm Heather. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Salute. <laughs> anyway, we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features, hot or not. First off, our second key in the keys to riches financial wellness series, take action, make assessments. So we're gonna be going green on today's episode. Mm-hmm little organic, going yeah, like green that. with our, our moolah assessment. Uh, speaking of moolah, moolah word of the day, additional voluntary contributions. No, that's not Chinese. That's something we all should be doing, um, but probably are not with our retirement programs. Uh, moneyism is going to be a quote from Seneca on craving. What does craving have to do with money? Sounds
0: like food food
2: thing i know <clears throat> yes and next up we're going to try our <laughs> eggs with bacon and hash browns in a souffle <laughs> uh <laughs> no no that's not that kind of seneca uh but anyway so it's gonna be on craving and we'll talk about that and how that plays into professional regret for our money dramas professional, reg- okay. professional regret that, yeah. okay everybody has a little bit of that right? yes but perhaps could it be because of this moneyism yeah could be It could be. So we're going to talk about that on today's episode. Uh, Also minutes on your money. How about breaking some of those wealth fears you might have? Our trivia question as always based on a previous show, which would be last week's acceptance and affirmation and PR guru Robert Smith joins us today to tell us how to get some free pub for our business and position ourselves as experts. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress, using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Insiders Club members enter automatically in weekly giveaways, and if you are not a member but would like to compete for great money management tools, all you have to do is answer today's trivia question correctly. So this week's trivia question is... Based on last week's show, how many P's are in the Affirmation Success Strategy? How many P's are in the Affirmation Success Strategy? And for the bonus, if you want to, I guess we can throw this in because I have some extra books laying around that have gone unclaimed from previous trivia question winners. Uh, so if you can specifically name one of those P's. Mm-hmm then you can get a second bonus prize Woo-hoo! You can win one of three ways. Call in, chat in, or email in to win. If you want to call in, that's 866-966-9420. That's 1-866-966-9420. If you're listening live at the website, unlockyourwealthradio.com, hop in the chat room. Hi, I'm here. And if you are listening from a podcast or a syndicated program and are driving around, never fear, email is here. All you have to do is send us an email to trivia at radio. Dot com and you could be our next winner if you have no idea what the answer is however everyone can still walk away a winner for you listeners and unlock your wealth radio nation audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day trial for you to have the opportunity to check out their service let me just tell you i am a super badge collector i am an app master finally with the audible app on android yeah. And, down? oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm cranking through the badges, I've, I've got, uh, there are some that I don't want to get though, there's like that procrastinator badge thing, I don't want that one, although there are some books I, I started and I haven't finished because I didn't like the narrator. Procrastinator badge. Yeah, there's a procrastinator, like it takes you forever to finish a book or something. mean you're a I don't know, I haven't gotten the badge yet. Huh. <laughs> I'll tell you when I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I got high noon finally. I got high noon. That's wow. listening to to books Gary during Cooper, right? during the yeah, there you go. Uh during the lunch hour. Um and then uh, I've gotten the all-nighter one and then the weekender. There's all kinds of different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's great. And one of our keys has to do with reading. Become a voracious reader. Yeah. And Number it's 13, critical. Right? There you go. Oh, woo! High five, Michael. Yay! You're cranking through them now. We got it. Outstanding. Okay. So how about some minutes on your money? Now that Michael's remembering things, that's totally, totally awesome. How about talking about some of our wealth fears and specifically female wealth fears? Women collectively have had a history of trauma when it comes to money and power, and this history has resulted in a pervasive fear of money and power that still exists in women today, according to the Huffington Post. There are many women out there who do not even know they have blocks as the fears about money are... Are often unconscious and therefore create limiting beliefs that are getting in the way of their financial success. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. I think that kind of ties into today's moneyism too. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about how that how that happens the reality though is that most of the world's wealth is still controlled by males there is no need for me to provide a history of why or how this has occurred but rather to point out that economic equality is still a work in progress we all have our conditioned beliefs about reality in life and when it comes to money there are fears that many generations of women are hanging on to there is a long history of women holding on holding the fort while the men went out to earn a living so it, it's kind of like that whole patriarchal society society is something that we have to overcome as well. Uh, But there's also a history of imbalances that led to the disempowerment and abuse that we've experienced financially. There are many cultures today that still have systems in place that financially disempower women. And some of that history has embedded itself in the common psyche of women. And it is not unusual for very successful women to still hold those beliefs. Uh, Because you would be surprised. Because how much you make has nothing to do with what your limiting beliefs are financially and how much you make is not necessarily indicative of to how much you have yeah. because it's not what you make. It's what you save and invest right. that really matters. Right. So here are some of the common blocks and defeating thoughts that women typically experience. First, I am not worthy of success and abundant. Second, wealth means power and power is bad. Three, I have to hang on to everything and prepare because something terrible might happen. Wealth is selfish. Number four. Number five, there's never going to be enough. Number six, I need to be more happy or I need more to be happy. Uh, Number seven, I have to suffer in order to succeed. Number eight, to enjoy wealth, I must be indulgent. Uh, number nine, I am too busy to spend time on financial matters. Just ain't got time for it. Uh, how about it's improper or rude to discuss wealth or finances? Oh, that's a tough one. By encouraging women to examine their beliefs and replace these self-defeating thoughts with a different kind of thinking, you can look to open up the spaces that allow us to truly plant ideas and possibilities. So how about rewriting them with some of these new beliefs that we can plant and feed, water, grow, that will lead to true empowerment and success for ourselves. Yeah, talk
0: slowly.
2: (laughs) I'm just so excited about this that I can't help it. And tie my tongue up. I didn't do my tongue exercises. I didn't do those. Yeah.
0: I guess that's important,
2: right? It is. It makes a difference. Yeah. It keeps me less tongue-tied, I think. Uh, so how about some of those new beliefs, shall we? First, wealth creates freedom for me. Ding, 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 ding. It does. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely.
2: Because it creates choice. Yeah. Uh, number two, wealth and power are healthy for me. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Number three, wealth is meant to flow. People don't understand that one. That's where that hoarding thing comes in. Better hunker down. Yeah. I ain't going to get no more. Number four, experiences flow from wealth. Number five, I am worthy and deserving. Number six, I can contribute to others through my wealth and financial knowledge. And where the heck is the rest very, of the page? very positive things. Yeah. Yes, but I'm missing. where the rest of them go? where the rest of them go? Well, we have six out of ten. <laughs> well, the six
0: that you mentioned are a, right. a plethora of... Uh,
2: I guess you'll have to visit the website if you that's want the rest. <laughs> For, uh, 7 through 10 will be available at alongyourwealthradio.com. Or, or
0: later on in the show when we find them.
2: Yeah, clearly. Because, well, they're not in this stapled set of papers. Is uh, that it right now? No, that's the first 10. are the bad guys. Those are the bad guys. But we only have six of the good guys. <laughs> but here, well, I could just make some stuff up. Uh, number seven is I have to suffer to succeed. And... Um, but, uh, so what we can say is I can enjoy the fruits of my labor. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, number eight was to enjoy wealth would be indulgent. And, um, what is the point of wealth if we can't enjoy it? And enjoyment and indulgement are not the same things. Yeah. Uh, so I can have the capacity to enjoy my wealth and still be benevolent, uh, number nine, I am too busy to spend time on financial matters. So that could be um, See, I always take time to spend on financial matters because they're important. And if
0: you got you probably pass some of that stuff off on uh, other people to take care of anyway. right?
2: Well, but you'd still always want to be mindful of it. You got to keep track yeah. of the people that are keeping track. So you'd still have to do your review, revise, and recommit yeah. and make sure you meet with those people. But you need to invest the time up front while you have little money so so you know what to do and how to delegate it when you have big money. So it's important that you spend time on financial matters. And uh, it is important that I discuss wealth and finances with others because it could lead to greater opportunity.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything. You don't do it at Christmas dinner, you know?
2: Well— and and you don't have and you don't have to do it in in a manner of being braggadocious. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yes, I just bought a new luxury automobile. It's my twentieth. Right. You know, and I just couldn't do with only nineteen. Or
0: when somebody says they they just bought something, you you
2: say, one up oh, them. I
0: bought a bigger one. Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you just don't want to say that. Yeah, that's not the the proper context right. of talking about wealth and finances. But finding out what others do to invest is a perfect thing. Absolutely. You know, they say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I just had to pay a whole lot of taxes. So if you had to pay a whole lot of taxes, to me, that sounds like you made a whole lot of money. Yeah. So may I inquire, how did you make that money? Right. What are you doing to build wealth?
0: Right. Or at Christmas dinner when your, your <laughs> nephew Jackie says they, you know, made too much money this past year, you say, well, you want to put it into a, a good mutual fund or something. And uh,
2: Yeah. How are you investing that? How are
0: you investing that money? So I guess Christmas dinner, you could talk about money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the time, you know, yeah. like I, I could think of an inappropriate time being that uh, you're at a funeral and say, so <laughs> how are you spending that inheritance? It'd probably be a poor choice, right, right. but ideally you should be able to talk about, yeah. you know, especially, you know, it, I just reread the four agreements because then now there's the fifth agreement out. And so as I'm thinking about the four agreements and how they apply to life and to, you know, always... You know, um, uh, practice those. There's uh, first is to be impeccable with your word. And then there's don't take things personally personally and never make assumptions. So instead of assuming how somebody built their wealth, you could ask, you could inquire and be inquisitive. I I
0: always do. Where'd you make your money? Exactly. I mean, within, again, within reason. But if I could feel a person out and think and know that that's not going to upset them, I'll ask the question.
2: Yeah. And most people are excited to talk about how they made money, especially if they're self-made. Yeah. You know, they they would love to do it because they'll tell you about the lean times. I remember eating, you know, Top Ramen. I mean, heck, I slept on the floor for four months. I love telling that story. Yeah. You know, especially because I was doing that charity football thing and I was the quarterback and every night I had to lay on the floor with my dogs and my my shoulder was just numb and I was trying to think, of how Joe Montana did it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he do it every night laying there going, ouch, ouch. Did yeah. he in fact sleep on the floor? I don't know, but he did <laughs> throw a football <laughs> as I recall it. <laughs> He's
0: doing ads now. He's doing, you
2: know. Yeah, because he's thinking about investing all that money he made. He's got to, yeah, yeah, you're, you're never too young to get started. Let me just tell you that. So much more. We've got Robert Smith. We've got moneyisms. We've got moolah word and keys to riches coming up on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this.
3: Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby, all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become.
2: I'm Heather Wagonhals. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com.
3: Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead.
0: Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions.
3: Thank you for fine NLP Skills Training Institute.
0: Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life.
2: Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today's show is sponsored in part by LifeLock. Comprehensive identity theft protection from LifeLock helps safeguard your finances, credit, and good name. Get your special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash LifeLock and protect your financial future now. So it's moolah word. Uh, By the way, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Welcome back to the show. I am here with the maestro of moolah. You know what we should make you do? The moolah word of the day, since you're the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. So uh, today's word is a phrase. Actually, it's three words. Additional voluntary contributions or AVCs. In addition to regularly made contributions, these are extra contributions paid by an employee to a pension plan. Employees tend to make additional contributions to save more money for retirement or avoid more taxes. Hmm.
0: So that's allowed. I didn't know that was allowed.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what's critical is the whole matching thing. If your employer is matching even 50%, up to a certain dollar amount, that's an instant return. That's like time value of money in this moment. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's back to the future kind of stuff. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you know you have to invest for a rate of return, and and when are we ever going to get a fifty percent or a hundred percent rate of yeah. return? Yeah, when? Never. Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's the way to go.
2: So if you're offered a hundred percent or a fifty percent up to so many dollars, you're foolish not to take it.
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't you take it?
2: Well, exactly. Because, you know, because... You
0: don't have the cash to, to match.
2: Right. Well, because you're not disciplined enough and haven't set up the behavior pattern right. to save first, spend what's left over.
0: Yeah, I guess it's similar to what the government does. The government says your maximum contribution is such and such, and a lot of people don't have it.
2: Because they haven't made it a priority. Because they're not saving first and spending what's left over. If you saved 20 cents of every dollar and 10 of it went to retirement and investing and the other 10% you gave away, maybe you have a particular charitable organization or religious outfit that you would like to give it to. But if you put that money in motion, like we were talking about the flow of money versus hoarding- Mm -hmm. And if you if you gave ten cents away and you save ten cents, what's a dime? Hey buddy, can you spare a dime for yourself? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. So that's all we gotta do to become independently wealthy, to control your own destiny. It's simple.
0: Yeah, it is simple. But if you're making forty thousand a year living in New York City, it's it's not I guess it's just not that easy.
2: It means if it you the- never see it, it's easy. So, yeah. you know, all you have to do is go to your HR department and max out your allowances so you get more money back in your paycheck mm-hmm. and then divert those funds because th- they're going to come off your tax base anyway. So instead of getting it in a refund where it'll burn a hole in your pocket, oh, yeah. why wouldn't you rather have more money each week? Get it in the bank. Yeah. Because yeah, you're giving the government a tax or an yeah. interest-free loan. Right. When, when you get refunds That's back. True. so So why would you do that? So you should just... Nobody pay. gives you a free loan.
0: So you would claim you would get the maximum back every week as opposed to... Right. A lot of withholding tax.
2: Okay. Right.
0: See, I've never worked for a corporation, so I just don't... I don't no. Right. And
2: you and I w- wouldn't typically know how to do that. Yeah. Because, you know, we write our own ticket. But when you work for the man, any man, <laughs> and... You have to pay taxes. That's one great way is to reduce your withholdings and up your investments because it'll balance itself out. And now, I'm not a tax professional, so you should probably consult one of those.
0: You're probably close to correct, though. And, you know, again, most people want the money taken out so they don't blow it on, on,
2: you know. Right, because they're not disciplined to set it aside. So why not just fiddle with it?
0: So that's the problem.
2: But there's the solution at the same time, though. Right. Keep a forced savings plan. Right. But instead of, you know, partying down on a big, right. you know, refund, just live your life, and then you'll have a whole retirement account to party down on. Yeah, when you're 65. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's it for our moolah word. Let's, moving right along, shall we? How about a cool guest? Would you like free PR are you up for free? Free is good. It's a great F Let me just tell you. Uh, so Robert Smith is going to tell us how to get that. He is a top publicity expert and author of Million Dollar Press Releases, Guide to Boosting Profits Using Free Publicity. He is the founder of RSA Public Relations and Marketing based in Chicago. And he has gotten over $25 million with an M in dollars. Exactly 25 million dollars in free publicity for his clients which includes authors corporations inventors speakers and entrepreneurs and he's been written up in black enterprise entrepreneur magazine usa today and fortune small business and many others all because of these fabulous strategies he has oh did i also mention he's a four-time diversity business top 100 private companies winner yeah, and he's here to share his wisdom with us. Robert, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We are thrilled to have you teach us how to get free publicity.
1: Uh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure.
2: Marketing is critical to the success of any business. And we don't oftentimes think about publicity. We think about marketing in terms of how much is my advertising budget, how much social media can I get out there. And we think in terms of what we need to spend, but we never think in terms of the value that publicity can bring us. And can you kind of explain the difference between marketing and publicity for the listeners?
1: Sure. The real easy definition is publicity is what you pray for, and marketing, advertising is what you pay for. (laughs) If the if the media is when I say the media, that's a radio station, newspaper, magazine, whether it be online or offline, TV. If they are promoting you, if you're a guest, if your business is featured. That's publicity. The marketing or the paid side is for you to go to these media outlets and buy airtime or to buy space. So we want to be on the side of the fence where we're interviewed as an expert, as a source, as someone knowledgeable about the subject so that we don't have to pay. And I'll get into a little later. I'm not against paying for advertising. I just don't think that should be the very first thing you should do out of the gate.
2: So if I am just an entrepreneur and I'm just starting up and I'm thinking about setting aside money, why would you say I shouldn't focus on advertising first?
1: Because it's you don't know, you don't have any idea of what's gonna work or not or if you if your advertising dollars gonna make you any money. So, um for example if you start a new restaurant and you buy all of these ads to promote the restaurant, okay, your ad is here today going tomorrow. Um most likely, they're going to sell you frequency, you know, trying to make their money, but um, they're going to sell you frequency where you got to stay in front of the people's eyes. And you got to. Well, that's more expensive. The more ads you run, the more it's going to cost you. But remember, you have no guarantee that that's going to result in any business just because you're paying for the advertising. Um, so i say, for example, you sticking with the restaurant example just about every major newspaper has a restaurant or food critic. How about having inviting the restaurant reviewer or food critic to come to your restaurant and then write a review? <clears throat> Excuse me. See, that's publicity. They're writing about your business, your restaurant, but you didn't pay for that. But you're still going to reach the same amount of people as if you paid. The flip side to that is radio. Radio is really known for restaurants giving the the DJs the disc jockeys the whole free stuff, free samples, free food, and then they plug them all day long on the radio. Okay, that you're not buying radio time if you do it that way. Um magazine same same thing. So if you can identify who covers your type of industry in all these different media outlets, you can get free publicity first. Then let's say let's say you get a write up about your restaurant in a in a local newspaper and Nobody really comes in. You don't see the big difference um, in, in um, customers. Okay, well, to me that wouldn't have changed had you paid fifteen hundred dollars to pay for it. You know, they still
2: oh. talk about
3: your
1: rest- they still talk about your restaurant and your food and all this other stuff. Um, so that's my take on that. Paid advertising shouldn't be the first thing you guys do.
2: Okay, so take I, it, take I, I it, can take it
1: from somebody. Take it from somebody who did paid advertising <laughs> first. I've had. <laughs> I've owned nine companies um, since I was 22 years old. And about the fourth one is when the light came on, when I became the PR guru, because we're trained to pay for advertising first, to get your name out there, all all the cliches. So take it from someone who did it the wrong way to help direct you guys.
2: So you're saying that I I don't have to continue saving up for that Super Bowl commercial for my (laughs) one-shot deal, right?
1: (laughs) Wow, you talk about—I mean, I won't even. That's a whole other conversation. But you talk about the uh, the biggest waste of money. But the, but those companies—they're in a whole different world than us. They're more of the branding. Um, anytime you have a hundred million, two hundred, three hundred million dollars a year ad budget, your goals are going to be different than you and I because they don't really care if you come in and buy. They 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 tell you they do, but it's about branding because they even have surveys. After the Super Bowl, hey, people, which commercial did you see, did you think were the funniest? Which commercial do you think, um, you know what I mean, were the most memorable? They don't even track, okay, well, how much of these business did these commercials bring in? They don't care. They just want you to go back to work on Monday and say, hey, did you see this commercial? Did you say, oh, I thought this one was funny?
2: Right. Well, it's an interesting uh, uh concept when we think about okay, because we think in terms of that's the pinnacle, that's where I want to be. If I just got one Super Bowl commercial my business would be so successful. <laughs> and uh, and that's a great a b- bit of information to understand that at that point the companies that are advertising at that point are only concerned with building brand and image and because the, they've already got the sales in their pocket. So as I'm making my business plan, what are the things that I need to be thinking about in terms of publicity uh, versus just solely thinking about advertising? What are the things that I should be considering when I'm creating my business plan and and how I want to be marketing myself and garnering all the publicity I can get?
1: Sure. Um, Anybody can go to um, fiverr.com. F-I-V-E-R-R, two r's dot com. And what you want to buy there, and it's five bucks, that, for those of you who aren't familiar with Fiverr, you can get people to um, perform a lot of services. There's products, there's software, there's different things you can you can buy for your business.
3: For five so like bucks, home. it's for a great $5. deal.
1: Right. What you want to do there is, um there's several people on Fiverr that sell media lists. So you can get a list of every media outlet in your city, in your state, This is TV talk shows, morning shows, radio shows, newspapers, magazines. You can also do it by industry. So if you own a restaurant, if you're a chiropractor, if you own a flower shop, if you're um, a massage therapist, you can get a list of every media uh, personnel that writes about your type of business. And if you think about the newspaper, when you get your newspaper, it's broken down into sections. You have the world news, national, you have local, you have lifestyle, sports, health, business, um, and all that good stuff. So,
2: don't you forget want the break- comics. Or, do they even have <laughs> right. comics anymore? I love right. the Sunday paper because we, my, me and my brother, would fight over the Sunday funnies.
1: And coupons don't count as a section. I always tell my wife like <laughs> that that's not a section of the paper.
2: But what um, you're supposed to do is throw that away before she gets to the paper.
1: I tried that, and she just go buy another paper. Oh. Now I'm out eight. Now I'm out eight bucks. Okay, um, <laughs> you can tell I'm cheap. I love free publicity. <laughs> I don't have to pay for none of this stuff.
2: I'm with uh, you. Yeah.
1: So, when, so when you get this list, and again, what you're looking for, and I didn't, I didn't mention real estate, but I know there's that's uh, big too. So you want to have a list of people that's all they write about. Three hundred sixty-five days a year is your industry. Because I promise you, you'll get the publicity. If you think about the local newspaper, it has to come out every day. And there are no blank pages in it. It came out today. It's coming out tomorrow. It's coming out the day after tomorrow. Same thing with the radio and television. You never turn it on, and there was dead air. They have to put something on the air. So I tell people, why not you? Um, One of the easiest ways is to find people who cover what we call your beat, which is just your industry um, or niche that you're in, because they have to. Their job is to find people in that industry, trends in that industry, and they have to write about it every day. So if they know about you and they have to come out with that every day, it's just reasons that sooner or later they'll get to you because they have to write something about that industry every day. So that's what you want to do with this media list is you get their email, you get their um, Twitter, you get their Facebook, you get all that stuff. And then you just email them say, hey, I'm Bob Smith. I'm a marketing professional. If you ever need someone in marketing for a story, I'm available. Something that simple um, will get you in their Rolodex so when these stories come up, they call you or email you to interview you.
2: That's great advice. And after the break, I'd like to continue this discussion about creating your voice within your own community as an expert. You are listening to PR Guru and host of Million Dollar Marketing TV, Robert Smith. And we'll be right back with more Unlock Your Wealth Radio right after this.
3: Commander Marty Logan here for the Top Gun Seminars. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com.
0: Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhals.
2: Today's Moneyism is based off of the quote from Seneca. It is not the man who has too little, but the man who craves more that is poor. This seemingly innocent quote appears to focus on virtue and the lack of gratitude and greed someone may have. However, what is interpreted here is this, it is bad to want for more. This can be devastating and stifling. Why would someone want to fulfill their highest potential if they're going to be called greedy or as Seneca puts it, poor? This quote creates complacency and limits a person's potential, making them settle for less than the best they can achieve i say rewrite this moneyism to be the man who craves more contributes more and everyone can benefit from others contributions imagine if marconi and tesla stopped craving you wouldn't be listening to a radio right now for more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com i'm heather wagonhouse now go out and unlock your wealth today heather Dragon here from crackingyourmoneycode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the Midday News Report on Cory's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB
3: engine passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead.
0: Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions.
3: Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute.
2: To the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And joining me on today's show, we have PR guru Robert Smith. And Robert, we were talking before the break about gaining free publicity, and you gave us a really great tool using Fiverr to find lists for different media professionals who will write or speak or or visualize when it comes to television. Uh, uh, our expertise. So, how does one package themselves to go pitch all of these media outlets for free publicity? How do we create that that package? How do we position ourselves sure. as an expert?
1: Well, the, <clears throat> the first thing I would um, say is, in in most cases, there needs to be a mindset shift because I, I do a lot of speaking, I do a lot of coaching, and a lot of people think, okay, well what's important about me, what's unique about me, why would the media want to talk about little old me, you know, and my business here. Um, they need you, the media that is, more than you need them. Because like I said earlier, they have space to fill, whether it's airtime or print. And so they're going to fill it with something. So they're going to need you. Um, I read the story, and um, it was in the Tennessee paper about five or six years ago, no knock against people live in Tennessee. he got family from Tennessee. But the headline of this story was, Local Man Gets a GED. If this story can make the front page, um, a guy getting his GED, then there's something newsworthy about what it is you do. That, that's proof that you have something important to say. Because he made the front page in, in this town in Tennessee of his paper. So having the right mindset is important so that you guys come, up, come at it from a different perspective, saying that you do have something of value. Um, there are a number of ways you can do it. Uh, what we call a hook is, an, or an angle, is what makes, um, gives your your story uh, sizzle. For example, if you guys read magazines and it'll say, okay, um, local man strikes it rich, divorced mom starts new business, uh, ex alcoholic becomes a millionaire. That's a formula. What it is is you take something that you overcame, any bit of adversity, and then you lead into where you are now. My true story was a uh, former library worker builds million dollar business. I worked in the year two thousand I worked in the basement of the library making five dollars an hour. This this is all this is all true. Um in two thousand so you're not even going back that far. Uh, I was working in the basement, putting barcodes on cassette tapes and CDs. Um, we did not
2: even have those anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely dating myself, but um, that was my job. I started a business while I was working at the library. Actually, this business here, the PR firm, you know, at my kitchen table and I would listen to the tapes and the CDs and the books that came through and apply something here and try this and try that and try this and try that and finally in 2002, I was able to make enough money to quit the library job. So my hook became former uh, library worker builds a million dollar business when I hit, you know, cross the seven figure mark. So that's one way to kind of, like I said, it's called a hook. Why does the media or the people want to hear your story? But even easier than that, if you guys want to be lazy, which I have to admit sometimes I am, <laughs> I piggyback off national news because they've already built the story. Anytime you see something on the news, if it ties into your expertise or your background, you can contact that media outlet and offer yourself as a source to comment on that story. Okay. So they've they've done the legwork for you.
2: Right, So I was just uh, interviewed on a radio program about uh, the McDonald's shares dropping and the challenges that they're having in the marketplace. But I could also, if I was, say, a fitness professional, I could piggyback onto that story and talk about other healthy food choice options, why people are moving away. I could use that story... In, in the national media, even though I'm not in the financial markets, but if I was like, you know, a fitness professional, for example, I could use that story to help piggyback and propel myself. And so calling on my media list for the people that write about what they write about, how would I structure a pitch save then for that? How would I use that story? If I using this example, how would I do that?
1: Yeah. Okay. For example, um, when you see the story, um, you would just contact the media outlet and say, I saw your story on fill-in-the-blank. I am an expert in in fill-in-the-blank. And if you're planning a follow-up story, then I'm available. That's been the formula, the format I've used since, you know, for the last 10, 11 years. And I want to give one more resource. It's called um, PressPass.me. So Press, P-A-S-S, dot M-E. PressPass, M-E. What that is, is that's a, you need a Twitter account uh, because it's, it's Twitter-focused. Um, but what it is, it's all the media that are on Twitter, their Twitter handles, the beats they cover, the media outlets they work for. So if you're on Twitter, you can go to presspass.me. It's a free service. And you can directly send out a tweet or a message to the, directly to the reporter. So if they're covering... Any type of story that relates to, again, your book, your background, your business, your industry, you can directly send them out a message. Um, you know, So that's another direct way to the media. And using the formula I gave you, well, actually, it's pre-filled out. So the formula, I, format I kind of gave you guys, they have a similar one where it's already pre-filled out for you. So you fill that in, and then you just hit send, and then it goes to the Twitter of the, of the journalists that are registered on that site. So what happens is they get your message, they're writing about this story, they see that you're an expert and you're a source, and then they contact you to interview you to be part of the, the story. So that's one example. Again, piggyback. I love piggybacking because it's low-hanging fruit. If something is on CNN you know, all day or two or three days, that's a hot story they're going to cover that thing from every angle. They're going to need a bunch of sources and a bunch of uh, uh, experts to interview. And that's the same thing with Fox and CNBC and ABC and everybody else. Um, another quick and, and and dirty way to get national publicity is these talk shows. Um, Dr. Phil, Rachel Ray, 2020, Steve Harvey. If you go to their sites, they have a link that says Be On The Show. So if you click on Be On The Show... This isn't as a as a guest in the audience. This is to be a guest on the show that you're on stage being interviewed. So if you click on be on the show, I'll use Dr. Phil as an example. If you, you go to drphil.com and you click on be on the show, you'll see 30 or 40 shows, topics that they're working on that they need people for, guests for. So you find one on the relationships if you're in that arena, health, money, uh, family, uh, miscellaneous type stories. So look and see the topics that they're looking for that fit what it is you do. Then you're not pitching so much like, hey, come cover my story. They're already covering that story. They just need people to fill those slots, if that makes sense.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: And I've gotten two calls from Oprah using that method. I've gotten two calls from the Dr. Phil show using that method. Uh, One from Rachel Ray, and I use this for my clients. Uh, You know, we'll go to the site and see, hey, they're doing the story on this. This fits you then you fill the form out right directly on their site.
2: Oh, outstanding. So it makes it super simple.
1: Yeah, super simple. And then if if they're interested, the producer will call you, you know, do a quick phone interview to get more information. But that's again, that's low hanging fruit because the biggest problem you're going to have with PR, with publicity is how do I get, or how do I convince the media to want to interview me and do a story on my business? Well, if you tie it into a story that they're already doing, now I don't have to convince you on doing the story on my business.
2: Right, and I'm gonna make your life easier. I remember when I used to write the society column when when uh, I, I would train the PR people as they would pitch me on their events or or their their organizations. And I would tell them that the easier you make it, the more likely you'll be covered <laughs> and And so, you know i I had a structure and a format myself to be able to have people submit stuff. and I am like if you tell me this, this, and this uh, and set out, you know, kind of like this be on the show thing that uh, the likelihood uh, of you conforming to my format, uh, the easier it will be for me to get you the exposure you want, and I also get to accomplish my job at the same time. Absolutely. So, Robert, do you have any classes or a website, or are you taking on new clients? Can people call you for this coaching? You mentioned coaching in the last segment. If folks are interested in learning more about your million-dollar marketing system and they're not in the Chicago area to watch a TV show, how do folks find you to get the good stuff?
1: Sure. They can go to my site, which is robertsmithpr.info. So the P is for public uh, relations. So Robert, www dot info and I do have coaching um it's I mean it's basically I'm given 15 years worth of knowledge and teaching you how to do it yourself um you know a lot of people really don't you know they're they're in business but they don't know how to navigate PR they don't know who to go to even if you give them the, the media list and they don't know what to say so I give them all of that um and my my biggest thing is um uh, with the coaching program is if you do the work, if you do the assignments and you stick with it, you'll get p r um i mean just this year as we as we uh head out of two thousand and fourteen, I think I've generated about eight million dollars worth of publicity, and what that means is there are people who had to pay millions of dollars to get what I got free, so the magazines that I was in this year. The TV shows that I appeared on, if I had to lay out hard cash to buy that two minutes worth of airtime or that full-page spread, then I'm paying fifty grand, or I'm paying $15,000 or I'm paying $5,000. I and mean, when you add all of that up, um, it comes out to just shy of $8 million worth of publicity that I didn't have to pay for nor my clients. So that's how powerful this strategy is. is um, You know, it saves you guys a lot of money, but at the same time, you're getting your message out there.
2: Well, thank you so much for your insight. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Robert's show page and click on the linky links to all of the places he described in addition to his own website, Robertsmithpr.info. Stay tuned. We've got more Unlock Your Wealth Radio coming up right after this.
3: Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby, all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become.
2: i'm in the wagon halls too much month left over at the end of the money tired of paying off debt like a slave then tune in to my one minute update on the jiggy jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation and for more tips visit crackingyourmoneycode.com
3: attention passengers please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead
0: bill thomason is the valley's premier business coach bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter bill thomason is the america's premier executive coach and strategist bill can help you create the life you will love living Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the US and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions.
3: Thank you for fine NLP Skills Training Institute.
0: Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life.
2: Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhouse, joined by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, hey, hey. And we're going to talk about money dramas. Dun, dun, dun. I love that. Yes. So dun, 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 our moneyism dun, dun, today, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need that suspenseful, like soap opera kind of music. So on our money drama or our moneyism today, we talked about complacency and that it's bad to crave for more, that that makes us poor, maybe poor in spirit. I don't know what Seneca was trying to get out of people, trying to make them more virtuous or whatever. But I think that he was trying to make people feel bad about wanting more. You know, I don't know like where he was on the political philosophical spectrum, but why wouldn't you want people to contribute and achieve?
0: Yeah, I mean that 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 when you put it that way, it's a whole different. There's a different tone there. Right. To contribute and achieve.
2: Right. Well, because be- cuz that's what craving does. Because, because, you know, crave doesn't necessarily mean material things. It could mean success, glory, achievement. And I think that we're losing that whole boat when we lump everybody into that vagueness. But what that does, I think, is it creates complacency or it tells us to, you know, it reminds me of some of the things in big families, you know, um, where you see a kid speaks up and says that they want something or they go for a second helping of mashed potatoes and they're shot down and they're like, who do you think you are? You know, you need to just step back in line and be like everybody else and wait your turn and not ask for any more and not want for more. You should be grateful for what you have. And being grateful for what you have and wanting more are two separate ideas in my estimation and i think you can be grateful for what you have and still desire to have more and i think that that's a good thing because when we desire to have more that puts us in a position to figure out how do we achieve more and achievement has to do with contribution especially if you're thinking in the entrepreneurial sense you know yeah. i mean i mean think about all of the things that have been created because of craving you know because Bill Gates wanted to see every person, every home, have a computer. That's what he craved. And look what he did. He revolutionized the world. If you think about it, think about all the things that have stemmed from computers and how he made computers affordable to everyone. I mean, we've got computers in our pockets. We communicate wirelessly through the ether, if you will. And it's all because of what he craved. He craved to make something affordable for everybody, so it would be ubiquitous. Yeah. And now it is. And look at what value we have received in life yeah. as a result.
0: Yeah. I guess the the um, you know the philosophical side of me asked the question. Yeah, but he, did he have fun in life? Did he enjoy his life? You know, he probably you know he was probably so caught up in you know accomplishment one are you making an assumption i am making an assumption but there you go yeah
2: see you're already violating one of the four agreements remember
0: (laughs) i mean i saw the i saw the steve jobs movie i mean the guy was a miserable man you know i don't know i
2: didn't see that movie but that was one person's take on his life
0: but he was the same kind of guy you know He, he he ignored his family he you know,
2: he just, he just, but maybe family wasn't what his passion was. Maybe right. his passion was building enterprise. Right. You know, so you can't make an assumption that they, that they, that you're putting your judgments I am judging, yeah. on, on, on that. And, uh, you know, you can enjoy life. I mean, look at, we're sitting here working. Everybody oh, else is fun, on holiday. I'm having a blast. Yeah. And, and, and we're in the studio working because we have a good time doing it. Yeah. You know, and the byproduct is that you know, people get value out of it. Right. So so that's my, my create craving the opportunity to do this and to share wisdom, I'm helping others. Yeah. But if I was just to, you know, fall in line and not want to be great at something. Oh
0: yeah, there's gotta be people like like you and there's gotta be people like Gates and all that stuff. You know, I'm comparing you to Gates, which is
2: quite Yay! A, quite a compliment. But. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> But we have to crave something. I mean, you've craved excellence. You are an award-winning composer. So you just didn't want to play music. You've been the best at it. You've done, you've Mm -hmm. put forth quality work. That's that's one of the four agreements. Always do your best. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you think about it, you know, you've been in pursuit of excellence too. Oh,
0: yeah. No question.
2: So does that make you poor? No. No,
0: I'm not, you know. It's just
2: a- And you've enriched lives with others with your work. Right. See, so so like right. Seneca, sorry, I'm taking you to task on this yeah. one. Yeah. Because it causes complacency. You know, that whole thing is, oh, well, you know, you know he's juxtaposed poverty. He's mm-hmm. put poverty onto the rich. And so, again, we still are moving away from poverty, but now we're mo- moving back into it by not achieving.
0: Yeah.
2: It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's almost, ox- it's oxymoronic. Yeah. If you think about it, you know, we want people to contribute and achieve because the more you have, which is not just money, but we're talking about ability, skill set, the more you can do and not just for yourself, but for others, everybody benefits when an individual achieves and we have to stop persecuting individual achievement. So that's it. So for this week's key, we don't have much time. But I thought that was an important point. So this week's key, we're going green. We are going to take action and make assessment. We're going to do it on the sly because we don't want to trigger our conscious mind to start paying attention to stuff that we shouldn't be paying attention to until we move through the keys and learn more about effective money management. We want to just be observant in this. And so we're going to do an organic assessment. And the way we take action is the first step we're going to take is we're going to save receipts for the next six weeks while we approach our seventh key, which is break the budget. And that's this is de- directly tied to that key because what we want to know isn't how much because we can look at our checking account and see whether it has a negative balance at the end of the month. We can look at a cash flow statement and see if it has a negative balance, but that's not going to give us the information we need to change materially how we do things. Because again, we already know to spend less and save more and we don't. And why is that? Because discipline is a conscious activity and behavior is subconscious and we do what we do. Okay. And it's already been pre programmed and reinforced. And so, as a result of that, we have to unwind it. But if we don't even know what we're doing, we can't move to fix it. It's that whole acceptance yeah. thing. So, we have to bring it up from the surface. And the only way to do that is to be able to evaluate. And so, what we're going to do without letting the cat out of the bag is to identify the when and the why behind what we're doing so we can then correctly prescribe how we go about fixing it. So all you want to do for this week is to get a big 9 by 12 envelope and start saving receipts. If you pay cash for something, put it in there. If you give your kids allowance money, even if it's money for the ice cream, man. Write out a receipt and put it in there because when we mind our pennies, the dollars take care of themselves. There's a good moneyism for you, isn't it? And then we will circle back with this, but you need to be doing this for the next week, for the next six weeks. So, for this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com. Where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow become an insiders club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now for unlock your wealth radio and the maestro of moolah michael terry i'm heather wagon halls now go out and unlock your wealth today
0: unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by heather Wagenhalls and the unlock your wealth foundation unlockyourwealthradio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved for more information on the keys to riches financial wellness series please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com